This is just another podcast. Another spinoff pod with your boy James. Uh, as we know, uh, Chris is on paternity. Mark, Mark, not Mark, Marlo, <laughs> Kevin uh, are working. Uh, Albert is probably sleeping early and Edgar has softball. Um, so like we said before, this is the spinoff pod. I'm just going to be interviewing some people I know. And uh, they'll have some great insights about life and stuff. Maybe or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see how fun it is. And today, my first guest is... I have Angie Mojica Bennett, singer, dancer, Hello. heel appeal, activist, and the easiest crier I know. <laughs> All accurate. All accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Christine reminded me this. Uh, I, do you remember uh, this? Um, it was, I, I believe you're, no, Christine reminded me. It was Beauty and the Beast live action. Um, yeah. We were watching it at Jesse's place. And then it was near the end where Beast gets stabbed. And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I'm hearing sniffing. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, we all know what happens with Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> but it's you. You're crying. Yeah. Now, I mean, like, I cry every time I hear like the circle of life, like the beginning part and like picturing like <laughs> Simba being raised up and then the like animals. And are you doing it now? <laughs> <You're> doing yeah. <laughs> you're seeing it in your head okay yeah uh, okay. that that's really funny um is there anything <laughs> that you've watched and you were like why am I crying do you have I mean there was probably oh the Jollibee commercials oh no do you know <laughs> those ones where it's like freaking like 10 minutes long <laughs> and it's like the most dramatic like tear-jerking plot ever and then it's like Jollibee <laughs> at but, the end of it I think it was like their Christmas ads like a few years ago or something I don't know if they do that every year the Christmas ads I was gonna say the yeah. uh, those like the wedding one oh you yeah but one? wasn't that part of was that Christmas? for Christmas oh I shoot. think so there was another one where I think it was like an alcohol brand that they did like a Christmas ad too and I started crying I was like why do you have to manipulate my emotions like this for a stupid ad <laughs> Did you ever see the one? Uh, well, I, I'm sure you have. It was the one where um, the uh, the son and mother go to Jollibee for like a Valentine's date because oh, the yeah. dad because the dad used to always take yeah like why <laughs> like why do you have to do that like it, just sell us Jollibee don't have to make us cry like be the up isn't that fair? yes yeah. I think I think one of the other things that I, we'll get to what we're going to talk about eventually, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think one of the other things was on America's Got Talent. It was the girl who couldn't hear, who would feel oh, the vibrations. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> Christine and Jesse showed you that video, and you like cried instantly. Oh, for sure. Like Sam does too. Yeah. I'm not the only like super emotional. Maybe it's a Capricorn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I think we also watched, oh, what's that Disney movie at Jesse's place? Um, the one in, Inside Out. I believe, I think, I think you cried in that one too. 
probably yeah i feel like i cry at like almost every disney movie (laughs) (laughs) i've also cried on stage during some of my solos (laughs) well actually that's a perfect segue um so the segue to uh we met because of the winnipeg glee club um how did you find the glee club and then what made you join um I knew Clea Jesse, so the director through mm-hmm. previous things. It might have been probably youth group. Um, and then I saw him post something on Facebook and I was like, I just wanted an outlet to perform. And so on a whim, I went, I think it was at like Kevin Lamro's office was audition. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back in like it must have been 2010 or something yeah and so I remember walking in and then there are people that I knew from they went to my elementary school as well and when I was in elementary uh, we had a musical which was Mulan and so I played Mulan in it and so I walked in and they're like oh what's Mulan doing here and so I was like so nervous (laughs) but I feel like sorry no go ahead yeah but I feel like it was basically something that like I did on a whim and I'm really happy that I kind of pushed through my nervousness and feeling intimidated from the people that I already knew that were in the group um, because it really allowed me to I guess become more confident and to be able to do something I love and meet new friends. Of course. (laughs) Since you said Mulan, were you in Aladdin Jr. as well? I wasn't because I had honor choir during um, audition day. Okay. And then I just went home because I was too tired from honor okay. choir. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because um, one of my friends back in the day, he was Aladdin at Tech Block. And then mm. Sergeant was having the, uh, their, you guys were doing it too the same year. Yeah. So we went and watched. And I remember there was this, uh, the, the kid who played Aladdin, He, I remember him being just okay. And <laughs> not to be disrespectful I mean it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Hard, it's hard to do it but yeah I just remember him being okay and I, I remember I jokingly said I'm like I guess a bunch of guys didn't audition to become Aladdin oh yeah but uh okay so that's what you got you there now um I guess because uh I, when was the last week of performance 20 2018 18 20... I think yeah yeah so and then the pandemic happened is that what led you to heal appeal is that what it's called? Yeah. So okay. I dance with through two places. So Heel Appeal um, is a heels company ran by Sophie Kill. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was actually my first dance teacher ever. Okay. Um, Wait, time I, up. Time up. Time yeah. Up. Okay. Sophie, yeah. <laughs> Sophie uh, is she the one who choreographed like all those high school musical plays in for high, for high schools? No. Um, okay. Confused there was somebody yeah. else. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um so Sophie also teaches um, heels through Drop and Dance. Okay. Um, Heel Appeal operates out of Drop and Dance, but they're kind of separate entities. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, the first dance class I took was September of 2020 or September 2021. I think September 2021. Um, I don't even know how I found out about it, but it was a K-pop program. Okay. Yeah, and then I signed up for it on a whim as like hemming and hawing over it for like a couple weeks. And then I signed up, I paid, and then 
I think this was a month before the program actually started. So the day before the program started, I looked at my emails. I was like, oh crap, it's a level three class. Like this is the first like dance class I've ever taken. And it was the first physical activity I'd done since the start of the pandemic. Right. And so I remember going to the class. We had like a little sharing circle. And I was like, yeah, like this is my first like dance class ever. Um, and I remember even during the warm up afterwards, I had to walk out because I was seeing stars. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we made it through the dance class. It was fine. I had a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I think what drew me to finally signing up was. I always wanted to learn how to dance, mm -hmm. but I was always intimidated to do so, um, both through people telling me that, oh, like, like one of my friends growing up, like, oh, you're the singer, I'm the dancer mm -hmm. type of thing. Mm -hmm. Or like my family would tell me like, oh, like you move really stiffly. So like it was all those kind of like negative affirmations, if you will, that like right. led me to not want to learn how to dance, especially because um, growing up, we were like, middle income but on the lower end so like my parents could only put us into one recreational activity at a time and so that was singing so it was either like I had to pick like one activity to do and so right. singing was what I did and so I never like it's super intimidating to jump into something new as an adult but especially something like dance where you know a bunch of people have taken it through their whole lives right type of thing yeah um and so yeah super intimidated to start dancing but I'm glad I did um and that was really one of the leading factors that led me to sign up for the class was when I love K-pop. So <laughs> let me live my like K-pop idol like life there. Um, but also just the opportunity to perform on stage again. And mm -hmm. beyond that, to create something with a bunch of people. That share the same passion. Yeah. 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 Did you like find them through social media and then you're just like, that looks like fun or? Probably. Like, I, I don't even remember how I found out about them. It could have been like someone I knew who shared it to their stories or I could have mm -hmm. been like Googling like K-pop classes, Winnipeg. Like, I don't know how I eventually landed up on it, but it's kind of like that serendipitous moment, if you will. Okay. Okay. So level three, your first day. You're seeing stars because you're yeah. gassed and dehydrated. So out of shape. Yeah. <laughs> um, was this one of the like the heels? Like this is your is this your first time ever dancing in no, heels? No, so I okay. actually didn't start dancing in heels until like so the way drop in dance operates is um okay. they primarily have like drop in classes. So like you don't have to sign up for a full program. You could literally like drop in and take a class. Mm -hmm. Um which I didn't do, like I jumped headfirst into taking a program. So like a three month commitment, working on the same piece of choreography to eventually perform. Mm -hmm. um, so that was, yeah, September, 2021, I'm pretty sure. And then I didn't take my first dropping class until I think October, which was another like K-pop choreo class. Um, and then I took a heels class in November of that year. And being tall, like I, don't wear heels and right, so it's like it's very humbling like looking back at the video like that I first took because like uh -huh. my thing is like I always take a video like sure I post it on social media but my social media for me kind of serves as like a visual dance diary for myself okay because otherwise it'll just end up on my phone I won't be able to like organize the type of thing um but yeah like I remember watching my first video and like comparing my progress to now it's like 
I don't like watching it anymore. Because <laughs> I bet at first you're like, oh, I'm not that bad. And then you're watching yeah, it now. Yeah. You're like, I was that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, was it was it tough though? Like dancing in heels, like the balance and all that stuff? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause was... I find yeah, like the because when I started heels too, um, if you notice like a lot of people who dance heels normally like we usually have like the open toed shoes and the stilettos mm -hmm. um and you'd think that makes it harder but it's actually easier to dance in those type of heels because one with the open toe you kind of have more control over how your foot moves and you're able to like get more balance that way if you like spread your toes which okay. sounds kind of gross but like <laughs> yeah like you have more flexibility and like room to move in that sense and also with a stiletto heel there's less weight kind of carrying you in the back okay um because like dancing in heels is almost like in ballet how like you're on not points yeah. yeah yeah but that's essentially how it feels when you're dancing in heels is more of your weight should be on the front of your foot as opposed to the heels because right. that allows you to move a lot um easier and so when I first started dancing in heels I wore the only heels that I owned which was like a closed-toed pointy leather boot with like thickest like block heel and I think I was wearing that to dance for a good like four months or so before I like actually moved on and actually like invested in a pair of dance heels were your legs and like what what hurt the most oh, yeah. <laughs> muscles I didn't know existed <laughs> <laughs> like like the next day we're yeah. like I'm not getting out of bed like it's not oh yeah for sure like there's still some days after dance where I'm like oh my god <laughs> like I can't move type of thing um but yeah dancing in heels requires a lot of balance so you're like activating your core mm -hmm. um you're also doing a lot with like your like upper body too, like your shoulders mm -hmm. because you have to like like, especially now that I started taking a lot more technical classes, like, dance is a full body, like, type of thing. And, like, it's not just about being able to remember the choreo, but you need to have, like, the strength and the flexibility to be able to support that. Right. Um. And so, yeah, like, my arms are sore because, like, if you're doing turns, like, it's actually, like, your shoulders or, like, your lats. <laughs> I think that's a muscle <laughs> that, like, supported a lot more, obviously, like, your quads like your glutes right your hamstrings your calves ankle strength too and foot strength is really key so it's like every single thing and it's like the more I dance the more like I feel like there's so much more growth and there's so much that I still mm -hmm. don't know type of thing compared to when I first started dancing my first class I was like oh yeah like I feel like a boss like <laughs> doing all this like I look so good <laughs> and whatnot okay so like your shoulder when your shoulders hurt for the first time after you're like why are my shoulders hurting oh yeah for sure oh and obviously like your neck too okay, like so with all the like hair whips and stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. okay I have a, a segue to to that question uh to your dancing uh because of the style of dance um as one of the guias I feel I don't want to use the word uncomfortable watching right because yeah. it's it's like oh and Angie's doing stuff that I'm not used to seeing her yeah. do. how <laughs> different was it for you doing that because I'm I'm yes. sure you've never done something like that yeah let's go pro I think provocative <laughs> yeah for sure so um I feel like 
I've always been someone who's had some kind of like body image and like self-esteem issues, especially because mm. like with my body type, it's so far from like the Filipina, like traditional, like ideal form. Like Smart I'm tall, yeah. like, yeah, like I'm curvy, like my skin is like more tan. So like I've always had some kind of like, yeah, like self-esteem issues related to it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess part of, it's not dance really, but part of what allowed me to get more comfortable in my skin was actually doing a boudoir shoot and then doing Oh, like I remember some, that. Yeah, yeah. And then doing like, from that, I did a little bit of like three mat, three mats, freelance modeling. <laughs> and so like, I feel like going into heels dance was kind of the next evolution of that mm-hmm. was because like for photography and like modeling, it's still this very curated image of you where like, like posing is a lot of work like in order to like create those shapes like you have to like stick your back out or like you're still like manipulating yourself in a lot of ways and not to mention like all the makeup and hair that goes with it mm-hmm. so like even though it helped address some of those self-confidence issues it was only when like I put in that effort to like look good type of thing um and I think especially as an Asian woman we're always like raised to be like conservative and like um like the stereotype is your parents telling you to change if like your shorts are like too short or like your skirt is too short. Um, And so I feel like through heels dance, it was a way to one kind of reclaim that narrative and to Mm -hmm. become comfortable um, with myself in that way. But also it allowed me to connect with my body in a way that I could actually, like it wasn't a separate part of me, if that makes sense. Because yeah. Yeah, because, like, through dance, like, you have to be aware of, like, what your body is doing. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> what a positive yeah. message. Good job, yeah. Angie. <laughs> have your parents watched you? My mom comes to all my shows. Oh, dope. And yeah, what are her thoughts? Yeah. Was, like, her She's... first, was her, sorry, was her first yeah. thought, like, shocking seeing you do that? Or? Surprisingly, no. Like, okay. I remember she came to my first like heel appeal show okay and she actually said that it was one of the best shows that i've been in that she's seen so it was like very affirming in that sense um especially because like through filipino culture like your family is always telling me like oh like you're so bad now like you're so bad now or like you've gained weight and Mm. she's been one of those people that say that and so like to hear her say that she actually enjoyed the show she actually enjoyed me performing like it was very like again very affirming and she like likes all my like Instagram posts or like when I show her like my photo shoot pictures because that's also one of the things through the Heal Appeal program is that um, we have a showcase that we prepare for but there's also a photo shoot component to it okay yeah and so like I sent her my pictures from that and she's like I am Gundam Wajan like you're so pretty there yeah <laughs> oh, so like, like yeah yeah so like the response from her has been really positive that's dope you know what? Yeah. For um, titas, I don't know if you have many titas that listen to my pod uh, or yeah. our pod. Sorry, guys. Um, our pod. Uh, that's something that I think, you know, moms and titas need to adapt to is that mm-hmm. Filipino kids now are different. So, that's yeah, a, for that's sure. Awesome. That's awesome that your mom mm-hmm. supports you like that. Yeah. Okay. But how how is it for you the first time like dancing in front of people in heels? Were you like, like your first showcase? You're like, oh, crap. It's the first time I'm performing in heels in front of people were you like I'm gonna fall I wasn't oh, oh. 
Yeah, I wasn't as nervous for the okay. performance per se. Okay. It was more so when I first started sharing my dance content on my Instagram. Because, oh. yeah, so like when I first started sharing it, like I'd only posted to close friends. Mm-hmm. And so like I started dancing like September 2021. I don't think it was until like December of that year where I actually posted it on my Probably. feet as like a permanent like real yeah mm-hmm. um and so it was like yeah building up that confidence being able to like share it like knowing that I don't have a lot of experience as a dancer and that I have like friends and acquaintances that have like danced their whole life like again it's for me to kind of keep track of the progress but another thing too that I try to like keep in mind for myself is that I try to make my Instagram account mm-hmm. um how like what I wanted to see growing up and so like if I post this content then I'm hoping other people can see themselves in it and can try new things that they were nervous to try before yeah so I'm just trying to like emulate those active vibes oh wow (laughs) what a message what a message look at Angie trying to be an influencer (laughs) jeez that's my goal what a (laughs) influencer um okay so since we're speaking to dance your wedding yeah (laughs) how who came up with that idea your big elaborate dance you and your brother and your dad oh that was yeah that was my idea okay because like I had people like ask me like oh like so you're gonna dance during your your wedding right I was like I don't know like maybe and then yeah like my brother was flying in and I managed to somehow convince them to like do the dance and so like my dad actually danced growing up um yeah he he used to know how to break dance yeah <laughs> that's I dope actually, yeah so like I actually I remember um there was one year in high school where I played basketball mm-hmm. um that's a whole nother story on how I got on the team but like <laughs> yeah but my dad ended up becoming assistant coach and I remember him like like moving his shoe on the floor and saying like oh this would be good for like break dancing type of thing yeah <laughs> So, like, he had experience, like, dancing before, like, more street styles of dance. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of lost that in his, like, years. Um, yeah. And then my brother just knew dance through, like, clubbing and, like, <laughs> dance revolution and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how long did it take you to convince them to be like, okay, we're doing this for a wedding, no questions asked? Or it's like, come on, dad. Yeah. No, it, it was more the first. Where it was like if I put together like a mix, would you guys like dance with me? And they're like, okay, sure. And then it was more of like, yeah. And then I sent them the mix and I was like, here, you can try to like learn the choreo from here, but we basically put it together in maybe two or three practices. Oh, wow. Leading up to the wedding, like a week before our wedding. Yeah. Wow. Wait, okay. Hold on. Cause I know your brother doesn't live here. (laughs) Yeah. So did he have to, did you Zoom call, Skype call or whatever to dance together or? So the reason why we only prepped for it a week before the wedding was because he flew in a week before the wedding. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So oh. I rented out like a studio. I think it was maybe only two times where we rented out a studio and then we had a practice at the venue the night before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because then we had our dress rehearsal at the venue the night before. And then once Steven left, like, I was like, let's have our tech run, basically. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, man, that's awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I have no follow-up questions in terms of dance and stuff. Like, uh, is there anything else you want to say about the dance before I get into my dumb questions? <laughs> um, I you guess so. Shout only... them out and stuff. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. So, like I said, the studios that I dance out of, uh, Drop and Dance Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. um, I really like them because they really cater to every kind of walk of life. Uh, they have kids' classes. Um, I've met people there that are like in high school to one of the people I dance with, she's like 60 years old. Oh, wow. Type of thing, taking like a bunch of classes. Yeah. So it's like they have, they really cater to adults, adults basically, uh, and adults who don't have any dance experience. Um, their motto is like dance is a community. And okay. yeah. So like every time I'm there, like I feel super welcomed. Um, usually the format of dance classes is you learn the choreo, you do some small groups and like people are always like cheering each other on. Mm -hmm. um, so it's always a great time. And there's such a broad range of dance classes. Um, so for me personally, I started off, I got into a studio through K-pop and then I started doing heels. And then I started doing everything from like hip hop, tomorrow I'm doing ballet and lyrical. So it's, yeah. So it's Whoa. this whole like range of like uh, dance classes that people can take. Um, and another company that I dance with is Heel Appeal. So it's primarily focused on heels dancing. There's a lot of crossover with people who dance in Heel Appeal and Drop and Dance. Um, we have showcases coming out for both. So Drop and Dance is June 15th at the West End Cultural Center and then Heel Appeal. Um, and it's H-E-E-L-A-P-P-E-A-L -E -E for Heel Appeal um, is June 16th at the Park Theater. Look at that. And where can you get tickets? Um, check my link in bio. <laughs> you know, but legit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Angie already honestly... practicing her uh, influencer vibe. Look at that. No, the only reason I have a link in bio is so I can remember what the links are for when my mom <laughs> and Steven ask, like, where they can buy tickets. <laughs> that's good. I mean, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> actually, you made me think of a question. Did you, um, were you set on only going to dance K-pop? Or were you like? I think I was always open to exploring different styles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, so speaking of K-pop, um, Christine told me this. So Steven's understanding uh, that he comes second to. Oh yeah. Your love yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he knows that T.O.P. will forever be my number one <laughs> husband. <laughs> okay. From Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And like my. So for the longest time, my wallpaper was one of our wedding pictures. But Stray Kids came out with this teaser for their new comeback. And so I made a wallpaper, a separate one for my lock screen and my home screen and my three biases from there. So Steven knows he's at least in my top 10, but he's not in the top five. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my. <laughs> uh, I don't feel comfortable doing the same. <laughs> Christine and uh, the, the baby are uh, my top two. Uh, <laughs> I see that side eye. <laughs> Hopefully, if she she's just gonna listen to it, maybe she doesn't watch the the video portion. Then we're good. <laughs> okay, so your favorite all time K pop group, Big Bang. Big Bang. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Still that, to this day. <laughs> still to this day. Um, yeah. You got to see them live. Yes, 2015, their May tour, basically their last tour before they started going to the military and before Sunri got. 
caught up with that whole yeah. scandal that we shall not talk about that <laughs> yeah we don't have to talk about that one yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah i always wanted to see them live and yeah i just never got to 2015 can you imagine that's like t- almost 10 years ago i know it's wild and it's still like I remember I flew there specifically for the concert because mm-hmm. it was the last year of my undergrad and it was during midterm season. And so I like, think I, yeah, because it's like I knew that they're going to start going into their mandatory military enlistment. So it's like, when is the next time I'm going to see them and have them be this close mm-hmm. and like as a whole group? And like the only other time I'm probably going to see them is like if they go to the States or if I go to Korea. And like that's both are like super expensive options. Um, and so like, I went all out for the tickets. Uh, oh. Yeah, like basically the next tier above mine would have been like the backstage or like the meet and greet type of thing. But I right. got like pit seats. Like I didn't have to zoom in for my videos. Like it was amazing. <laughs> did, you to, did you get to touch them? No. You weren't that close or were you close? No. To- okay. I probably was close enough that like some of their sweat might have flicked off stage. <laughs> Okay. But not enough to touch them, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's funny. And top is your favorite. Oh sorry. TOP is your favorite yeah. out of out of all yes. of them. Okay. Who's yeah. your who's your second fave? Um probably G Dragon. Oh, she likes the rappers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And and Taeyang. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's generally those three and then the other two. Yeah. Are, no no disrespect to Daesung, but like yeah. Daesung's yeah. My- I will say that Daesung was probably one of the best out of all of them in terms of performing live and engaging the audience. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say he's like I think it's without debate the best singer out of the five. Oh, for sure, yeah. And um I think it's because he does all those like variety shows. That's why he's so good at mm. like interacting with people. Yeah, uh, for sure. So with about 10-ish minutes left, a little under. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my dumb questions before I let you go and do your dance. Um, sure. <laughs> so my first dumb question, uh, it's not really a dumb question. So this is something we always ask everybody that we've had on the show. Um, if you caught your best friend creeping, uh, what are you doing? Are you going to tell, and your friends with the best friend's partner. So are you, tell? what are you doing? Are you going to tell the friend? Are you going to confront? How? What are you going to do? What do you mean by creeping? Like how bad? <laughs> like you, you're walk you you and you and Steven are you know walking in the mall and all of a sudden you're like, hey, it's what's his face with or their face with someone else and they're holding hands and stuff. I think I would first talk to the person who was like doing the cheating per se, mm-hmm. just to get their side of things and like I'm. I'm the type of person who tries to give people the benefit of a doubt. Okay. Like, for example, like if I hear something bad about someone, then I'm not going to believe it until they do me bad type of thing. Okay. Yeah. And so like, I try to figure out what the situation is with them. But if I get a bad vibe, then I tell like, whoever's being cheated on, like, Hey, like, this is what I saw. Like, I just want to let you know, I don't want to keep this from you type of thing. But I try to get clarification first. And if the vibes are wrong, then I go to the person. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. That's mostly what everyone says. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now let's get to the real the real dumb question. Because okay. I, I did I, 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 if you listened or not, uh, I had asked uh James this too. If you went one day woke up and you freaky Friday with Steven, 
what are what is the first thing you're doing or what are you doing that whole day so you woke up you're steaming yeah. you're like what the hell am i doing utilizes white privilege <laughs> no <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was the first immediate answer oh that's so know. good that's so good <laughs> that's so good <laughs> Yeah, I guess also like see how things are like being six one, like touch the like roof on stuff without <laughs> jumping, <laughs> dodge okay. doorways. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't. Um, because Christine says this with me. She would take me to she she would take me to the dentist as me. So oh would you, yeah, would that, you... <laughs> that yeah that would be a more responsible thing to do. But I also hate going to the dentist. So like I'd probably like go as far as booking him a dentist appointment. Oh, so like when you but I, yeah. switch back, you're like, oh you have yeah. a dentist appointment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like I would I wouldn't want to go to the dentist myself in his body. You know what I mean? Because I already yeah. have enough like stuff going on with my teeth and like have had stuff going on with my teeth. <laughs> like I don't want to voluntarily go to the dentist. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So utilize white, his white privilege and touch <laughs> tall things. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good. Because um, James had said prior that he, uh, if they body switched, he would see if uh, they could twerk because he wants to know if they were <laughs> if they were just they can't or their body just can't or is a mental yeah. thing. And then he, uh, James also said he wanted to see if there was really a limit on how much food a person can eat. Because oh, you, know, okay. you know how James doesn't stop. So right, yeah. You do, no, I think you would do the same. I would probably do the same, yeah. Yeah, right? Well, because like the thing with Steven is like he's I wouldn't say like he's a picky eater. Like he's definitely gotten a lot like he's allowed himself to expand his palate a bit more. Mm -hmm. But he's a very preferential eater. Mm -hmm. Like he's started to know like what he likes and dislikes, but he'll at least give things a try once okay sometimes with me insisting a lot and be like please 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 <laughs> like just have a bite okay kind of thing. yeah he could actually eat a lot if it's something that he really likes like i remember sometimes we would order from captain's boil after taking an edible or two <laughs> and we would each finish like our own bag like he'd get the shrimp i get the clam mm -hmm. we get like an order of the fried rice and we could devour the whole thing so like i know he has room in there it's just he chooses not to okay <laughs> fully utilize the space yeah. okay i mean he's six one and lanky i mean and like he's tall lanky yeah. so like, yeah, yeah there's obviously space Yes. <laughs> okay, so white privilege. Uh, see what you could hit with your head, and yeah. <laughs> see if there's room in that belly for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, and well, maybe the, book a dentist appointment. And book, and book yeah. appointments in the future when after you guys switch back. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Um, but that being said, thank you, Angie, uh, for doing the pod. If you have socials, you have socials you want to plug. Sure. Um. So. The only social I have, I post like basically everything on there is Babotee, uh, B-A-B-O-T-E-A. -E so not Boba Tea, but Babotee. Yeah. <laughs> like like dumb, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. That's that's how I got it. Yeah. yeah okay. You know, <laughs> that's a lot what... of people catch that, but yeah, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought it was at first. I was like, yeah, I'm like, it's, it's dumb, right? <laughs> that's yeah. Good. Yeah. I yeah. was initially going to do like Babotee, but then people 
probably want to get that. And like bubble tea is more symmetrical, so it looks cuter. Like as a username, <laughs> I think about these things. You know, my dyslexia reads it normally. My dyslexia oh, yeah. reads it as boba tea. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because like I don't have my actual name on my Instagram, mm -hmm. and so people who have met me only through dads. They still call me like Babo or like Babo T until oh, they cool. finally like like know talk, my talk. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's cool to be known as a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Angie, thank you for doing the pod. Um, I will say this. Uh, thank you for showing up at uh, our baby shower. Much love. Of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we do love you guys and we can't wait for uh, our little guy to meet his dancing pizza. Uh, <laughs> And the feeling is mutual. Don't stop. You ready to this one? You don't have to do both, okay? Like, don't do that. Um, that's another part. Okay. No, you know what? I was going to do a nice little bye. No, we're doing That's it. That's how we're ending okay. our <laughs> I'm trying to go. There's that one too.